Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturay, creator of pro-metabolic food supplements and skincare. And I can finally say that we have a release date for the skincare. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, so uh, end of April will be, it'll be the second end of or, April, eh? End Is of that April. 2023 20, or 24 <laughs> or 20, because it was end of April last year. Listen, you. <laughs> um, so we'll have some specific details around that in the next few weeks. So that's pretty bloody exciting. So keep listening out for more. Um, I'm joined by my co-founder of New yes. Shrink, Craig McDonald. Hello. Welcome, Craig. You're so annoying. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to be here with I'm you, sure. standing in the other room. I'm sure, you don't appreciate it. <laughs> Sausage. Sausage. It's time to do the podcast. Stop what you're doing. Come on. We've got to do this now. It's in our diary at two. Yeah. It's in our diary every week at two. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, people don't need to hear about our <laughs> shenanigans. So today we want to talk about. Um, you know, we'd be doing these short podcasts, little snippets that you can just, um, you know, absorb quickly. But uh, how many meals a day should I be having? So we get asked this question all the time. I was actually listening to a funny, what's that guy's name? The real funny guy that just takes the piss out of it. James. Um, James Smith. Yeah. Yeah. He's a very funny I was just guy. listening to just... one of his things today, just pissing myself. God, he's funny. Mm. Um but yeah, we get asked this question a lot uh, by our clients. And I think, first of all, I think context matters, right? So like if you're, say, someone who is has really poor thyroid function and just is a mess and can't regulate their blood sugar, you know, someone like that would probably benefit from doing, you know, small meals every three to hours, you know, balanced with protein, carbs and fat, they, that, you know, manually balancing that blood sugar would probably be beneficial for that person. But, you know, if you're like most of the women that we get that have some issues, you know, most of them come in with, you know, like some sort of hormonal imbalances, um, you know, poor sleep, digestive issues, but they mostly want to lose weight and change their body composition. Um, And, you know, we just thought we'd talk through, what we see is the ideal, well, I guess the really the ideal bloody meal frequency is what's going to actually work for you and you can be consistent with. Like I wouldn't say one meal is recommended. but No, there'll be no fasting. (laughs) No fasting, but, you know, I don't think there's any magic, like you don't have to eat six meals a day. No. So, again, I think it always has to come back and certainly, you know, in respect to the, the cohort of, of people that we, we generally work with, you know, the, the mums with kids, really, really busy schedules, you know, and the first thing I always say to, to, to any new client, I'm like, tell me about your schedule. Tell me about your day. What do you do for work? You know, what extracurricular activities do you have to be doing with your kids and all that sort of thing? And then I just simply ask the question, okay, I've worked out based off your body composition that you need to be eating this many calories and, and this is the macro nutrient breakdown, this much protein, this much carbs, this much fat, right? I need you to ultimately hit it by the end of the day, but we want to have a fairly good sort of breakdown that you're getting a, you know, a a decent spread of that protein, carbs, and fats throughout your meals. So how many meals would per day would make sense to you based off your schedule, right? So it's, it's kind of no different to the training when people are like, oh, I want to train five days a week. I'm like, but you can only train three. 
There's no point you doing a five-day program that's if you can only actually manage three. So it's a sort of similar thing here where it's sort of like, look, generally we recommend between four and six meals. I think three meals is just a little bit tricky because because it, the, the less meals you have, the bigger the, the bigger the meal size, right? And certainly if we're promoting to eat whole foods, you know, um, you know, fruits and and meats and dairy and all those sort of things. You know, and if we're trying to be a little bit more proactive in terms of, you know, calories being at a certain point where it's fueling, you know, your workload and your training and your ability to obviously change your body composition, then when you're eating a decent amount of calories from whole foods, like it's, it's big meals. A, a, yeah. The big meals. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you're doing two or three meals, it's just like that is going to play a bit of a role in having poor digestion just because you're trying to kind of process through a lot of these whole foods that are quite satiating. And that can be troublesome for a lot of people. So in that case, it's just like, look, if you've got really severe digestive issues, it kind of makes sense for you to have sort of smaller meals. So you might want to go up to like six meals a day, but is that practical for you and your schedule, right? And generally what we find is it's, you know, the answer is usually always in the middle. Five meals tends to be what most people go for, but sometimes six and sometimes four. And for, for, for my perspective it's just like let's just get an understanding of your day when can you eat what's your job doing are you you know and then it just kind of works out what makes the most sense mm. yeah i could do five meals i do have some clients who do four meals just because they're crazy schedule and they're busy they and when they go to shift gym. work or they do jobs work. like you know like dental assistants they seem to be like they're like i only get one or two breaks in the day so i have yeah, breakfast and i have my two that's meals that's right yeah so yeah, it's they, about- they try and sort of do it they go i can always have breakfast and i yeah. always get a lunch meal but I can't really get an afternoon snack. I know I can always do dinner. And I'm like, well, maybe we go. Yeah, exactly. We go breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then pre-bed snack. Yep. You know, so then it's four. And then that's that kind of, you've only really got one meal that you're eating at work. And then that kind of makes sense depending on your situation. So I I think it's very like just about everything we talk about. It's very person dependent. It's very context dependent. Um, And then we want to scroll down a little bit further from that. So if you are, someone who struggles to kind of regulate their blood sugar and you've got digestive issues, you know, then having more meals and it might mean that, well, if you're in that situation where you're busy, how do we structure foods that we know that aren't going to cause any issues, right? From a, you know, digestive perspective, but also allows you to eat a little bit more frequently, you know, and that, that can be a bit of a creative process um, for the person. And it can take a, you know, a little while to kind of go back and forth and test a few things. But I think ultimately, at the end of the day, it always has to start with, similar to your food plan, it should always start with enjoyment and how you break it down should be based off what works best for you. Do you know? So, you know, start, start with that and then you kind of refine it over time. I think too, you know, like if you were going to say, okay, here's my, like your macronutrient targets is your budget for the day. And then we always recommend our clients plan ahead. So if you're tracking on the fly, like you would just be stressed out. It would just make you stressed out. You know, one of the things I think that every successful woman in our program, and even you and I still do to this day, like we've been doing this for, I don't know how long, nine years, maybe. I don't know. Well, you longer, because you obviously you were doing this before yeah. you met me. Yeah. Um, but I always sit down and we'll plan out, you know, what's my breakfast, what's my snacks, what's my, you know, lunch. And then we just rotate our dinners through. Um, And so, you know, you can take, think of your macro targets like a little budget that you've got to play with. And you want to try and have things relatively balanced at each meal. It doesn't need to be exact. Like you don't have to go, I'm having five meals and every meal has to be exact, but you don't want to have like, 
as an example, five grams of protein, 60 grams of carbs and 20 grams of fat in it, in one meal. Cause that's going to really, you know, if you have this huge meal, your body has to digest everything. And you, you know, like I've really found when I try and spread things relatively evenly, they're not even, even that I just, my energy is better, mm-hmm. you know, and you feel better. Um, but you know, like Craig and I talk about this and I don't know why I do this. I just enjoy it, but I'll have breakfast. And then I have like a sort of mid morning snack, which is a bit smaller than my other snacks. Like my, and then I'll have lunch, which is a bit bigger carrot salad, right? Yeah. I have carrot salad. Then I wait. Then I have two slices of cheese with 300 grams of orange, which is only about 12 grams of protein. Um, and then all my other meals will have 20 grams plus, but that just works for me. I just enjoy it. I like, cause I have a pro- quite a big, bigger breakfast, you know, I'm hungry, been fasting all night. And, but I always hit my protein goal by the end of the day. And it's not like I'm having five grams of protein. So I think, would you say, Craig, that you want to try and have it relatively evenly spread? You know, you might have your, your main meals might be slightly bigger with protein and your snacks might be small and that's, that's okay. Yeah. Um, but the goal is you've got to hit that protein target by the end of the day. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, you know, cause we talked about this too, you know, Craig's like, what the studies so, say that for maximum muscle protein synthesis, then it's 20 grams plus per meal every how many hours? Oh, well, I mean, it just, it kind of, you know, it works out if you're kind of breaking it down over the hours that you're awake, it kind of works out to maybe anywhere between like three to five, two, two to four hours, something yeah. like that. It just, just depends. But you're still you know going to. It, like it wouldn't make sense for you to eat a meal and like, oh, I think half an hour later I'll eat my next meal. It's like we just don't but do I mean, that. As long right? as you hit the protein goal by the end, like I've obviously done that for a long time. I've still built a fair bit of muscle and I'm eating some meals that have 12 grams of protein, not 20. Yeah, so, obviously. But it's a sensible approach just to look yeah. at going, well, if I've got a 100 grams of protein per day and I want to have five meals, then you know, 25 grams of protein per meal would make sense. But because we live in the real world and people have got <laughs> – preferences and and you know how they like to structure you know, some people like you know like families they like to have you know a, a bit more food at dinner time so they, yeah. they, they structure a little bit more then that just means that one of the other maybe snacks throughout the day is a little bit smaller yeah absolutely you know and, and it, it just that that's the refinement process that i'm kind of referring to you know like i i look at how i sort of do things and it's sort of like three meals with two snacks i have five meals a day that just works best for me mm-hmm. and it's just like you know i've got a big breakfast that usually serves as my pre-workout meal on my training days. Then I have my my next meal, which serves as my post-workout meal on training days. So those two meals are pretty big. And then the one after that's usually a snack. And then it's dinner, which is a big meal. And then it's like my pre-bed casein custard, which is just the best. If you haven't gotten on board with that, you're missing out on Christmas every day. But But that's a relatively small meal. So it just works out that I have three big meals, two of which serve as a pre and post workout meal. And then the other two are just sort of snacks. And it's just, that's the way I do it. And that's where, where it works really, really well for me. So I think it's just kind of a sensible approach to kind of go, well, how much protein am I having per day? Work out roughly what that would be in, as an even split. And then just manipulate up and down. If I have a little bit more in this meal, because that's mm. dinner time, then I have a little bit less at this meal. And we just kind of say as a rough rule of thumb, yeah, like when we look at the studies on anabolism and, um, muscle protein synthesis, which is ultimately um, creating that environment for you to grow as much as possible from the workout that you've done that day or the previous day, then th- those studies sort of show that above 20 grams of protein, at 20 grams minimum, above 20 grams is going to elicit the maximum response for that. 
and anything above 50 grams is not really doing any, you'll still absorb it just fine. You just won't get any further NPS response from that. So you've got a, a 30 gram window in which to work. So I just sort of say, look, if you just keep it above that and below, I mean, most women are not going to be eating more than 50 grams of protein at one meal. That's, that's a, you know, that's a pretty decent serving, right? So, you know, from that perspective, if you just stay in that range, it's pretty good. But, you know, in, in kind of Kitty's case, how she sort of does it, that, what do you have with the carrot salad? Do you sometimes have cheese with it or something? So like I just that? have the carrot salad like yeah. an hour or so after breakfast. And then I wait. And then I have at like 9 30, I have like three oranges and two slices of cheese. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, it's you know, just so it's just, yeah. So, yeah. like, for, you know, from that perspective, it's just like, yes, that's outside of that protein threshold. Right. I hit the, t- I hit the total protein by the end of the day. You hit the total protein by the end of the day, but it's one meal out of six. So the other five meals you are hitting above that protein target because you've got a protein you've you've got a pretty decent protein target. Yeah, well, I don't think I don't know my dinner, my dessert one, but I just find that this works for me. You know, I yep. like to have it. It's bigger at breakfast, bigger at lunch, bigger at dinner. Yep. And then I have three snacks that are smaller in pro- that are less in protein. Right. But it's the same every day. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, but again, it's like think about your budget. Like what what's you know you might have a range for protein for your main meals and then a range for protein for your snacks. Yeah. And as long as it hits the yeah. hits it by the end of the day, you yeah. know, and, and you be that, consistent. Yes. Yeah. And and that's ultimately what it comes down to. That, you mm. know, that's the biggest thing. It's just like you put together a structure that it just allows you to be consistent day in, day out, because there's nothing that you do on a day or even a week that's going to make any significant changes in your body composition. It, it's a reflection of what you do over an extended period of time. Mm. So you know, my, a lot of what I'm always trying to do as a coach is work with clients to kind of go, how can we get this to work for you that it just allows you to stick to it day in, day out, day in, month in, month out, because that, that version of yourself that you become is a reflection of all of those habits. So the, the, the way that we can create those habits is by making something like this, for example, as easy as possible for you to engage in every single day. So if that means like in my case, I have three big meals and two snacks, Kitty kind of does it her way, you know, but what works for me may not work for her. What works for some doesn't work for others. It's, there's no right or wrong. It's just go, okay, the parameters are you've got this much protein, carbon, fat that you've got to hit by the end of the day, build a meal plan structure that makes sensible sense around how many meals you can have per day based off your schedule and what you would enjoy, right? And it really doesn't need to be any more complicated than that. And then I think testing is after that. Yes. Like once you, you can, if you be consistent and plan ahead, then you can go like, I was reading some posts in one of our Facebook groups and a lady was saying like, I've just really sleep when I have ice cream versus when <laughs> I have a, a, a clean casein hot chocolate. Yep. I just sleep so much with ice cream. So you don't know that until you test. So you could go, I'm going to test this meal plan for a week. And then I'm going to like, just for some reason, sometimes things just sit, but then we have other clients who go, I just love the clean casing hot chocolate before bed and I sleep amazing, yeah. you know, but you don't yeah. know until you try, but you, yeah. unless you're consistent with it for a period of time, you can't test it accurately. So do it for a week and then you yeah. might swap your dessert, swap one thing out and see how you feel, you know? Yeah. Um, no, it, right. Yeah. And I, I think, I think sometimes too, when, when somebody starts like a, you know, it starts with us as a new program or whatever, um, that 
you know, what, what gets set from the get go. And like when, when we do an onboarding call with someone, we, you know, we go through the, the process and we, you know, help build their meal plan out. It's just like, tell me what you like and whatever we put it all together. And by the end of it, it's just like, yep, this all looks good. Cool. Save it as a meal plan template, whatever. And it's just like, if you do it for a few days and you're like, I hate this meal plan because of this, this, and this. Okay, cool. That's fine. Just change it. Okay. Find it. What, what's actually wrong with it? Is it some of the foods? Is it the structure? Like what, what you start with doesn't need to be how it stays forever and ever. It's just a case of going, okay, this is what we're going to start with. Let's just test it and see how you go. Yeah, I really like this one. I've got some clients who I, I do it with and they're still on the same meal plan <laughs> that we did three months ago. You know, and they're like, I just really like it. It makes me feel great. I'm sleeping really well. You know, the way it's set up, you know, I don't really need to think too much about my food prep, but it's just one less thing I've, I've got to do with my three kids and all this other stuff going. And I just really like it. It's like, fantastic. There is nothing wrong with that. Keep going. That's really, really good. And then there's other people like, they get a couple of days in, they're like, oh, I really want to change this. I didn't like how this works, whatever. It's like, okay, okay. Which of the parts you don't like the most? This one and that one. Okay, cool. Let's make some changes to that. You know, and it, and it just, for some people, it's just going to require you know, to just in the nicest possible way, shut the fuck up and just redo your meal plan slightly but based around your preference. Just get yeah. on with it. Just try because it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just, there's no right we or wrong. What, you, what gets yeah. you from A to B might not be the same one that gets you from C to D and E to F, et cetera, et cetera. There's no right or wrong. Let's just make the changes, right? Take a few foods out. If you yeah. go, oh, I think I really prefer to have six meals. Well, fucking have six meals, no problem. Yeah. Oh, I really just want to have four meals. Okay, have four meals, no problem. <laughs> just- yeah, and plan ahead. I think that's the key, which we hammer and harp on about a lot is planning ahead, doing yeah. planning most of it ahead. Anyway, like if you're going out, you know, of course, you may not be able to plan that, but plan yeah. most, do some food prep, you know, get it ready. Um, and it just saves you so much time when you're you busy. Fail a plan, you plan to fail. Like it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's so accurate in, in, regards to this because we you know and i've kind of spoken about the your people who take there are two people comes to when it comes to nutrition it's the 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 people who are proactive with it and the ones that are reactive with it Mm -hmm. and the people that are reactive i don't like this meal plan i'm just gonna see i go i kind of feel like this and they spend all their time using you know the app to input their foods they they fail all the time they fail because they just like oh you know now i'm really stressed because i've only got like two grams of carbs left, but I've got like 40 grams of protein. Like what I'm going to have. And I'm like casein powder and water. That's about as far as you've got. And it's like, if you're in that situation, that is just a clear reflection that you're just not taking the time to plan your shit in advance. And you'll be less stressed, honestly. Like you think it's stressful. Having all your meals prepped out for the week. Like today I walked down, all my lunch was ready. Just heat up the potato, had my fruit all cut up, heated up my broth and just sat down and had lunch. It was so good. And now I've got afternoon tea. I've got some um, sweet and Greek yogurt with uh, frozen mango and some bee pollen. Oh, Tonight's awesome. fish. Actually, yeah, I already we, know. You, we've got to order some more bee pollen. Have you can used you, it all? Can you, you a wee is in I filled it. Have you got fingers? You can open no, I'm telling you. Rather and order it. My, my um, but yeah, you, you honestly, you will feel less stressed. And you will feel a sense of freedom. And then, you know, like once you get to a point where you're at maintenance, maintenance is a range for your calories. So like, you know, I eat different, like I eat within a range usually every day. And then we went out on the weekend and we had lunch. We didn't track that meal. We just ate. Didn't we? We had meatballs and we had some prawns and fish. What else do we have? Scallops. Oh, it was delicious. Hey. Oh, and then we had gelato after. It was the bomb. Yeah, it was great. I haven't gained five kilos. I don't know how many. Weight's actually the lightest today. Interesting yeah. enough. 
So, you know, it takes out, you know, once you learn about the foods and learn about your body and, you know, you get into those habits, it's, it is quite freeing, I think, but you do have to be precise. You know, when you do have fat loss goals or you you have a goal, you have to be more precise, but it's worth it. It's totally worth it to have that freedom. I think. Yep. You got to get there first. That's right. Put put the time into getting there. And then it's, it's very easy at that point. It's very, very easy. Yeah. Just like riding a bike. That's right. Yeah. Like I hope that helped um, and cleared up about how many meals a day I should be eating. Uh, don't forget to um, uh, rate the podcast and give us a review. So you can actually rate this specific episode and give it a review. Even if you've done it before, you can do it a million times. And then um, for extra brownie points and a chance to win a tub of Saturay Premium Collagen, just take a screenshot of the podcast episode, share it on Instagram stories, tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-L-D and share what your biggest takeaways were. And then each month I pick um, a winner and they get a tub of um, Saturay Collagen. So thanks again, Craig, and we'll see you guys again uh, next week. 